up, kid. All I gotta say is what we can say is cheating. And welcome to another episode of Sounders Scuttlebutt, presented by me, Aaron Lingley, and your Alliance Council President, Cameron Collins. How you doing, what Cameron? Up, what up, everybody? Getting hyped with this music and uh, that we just heard here in the intro, and also uh, with with uh, you know a couple of back-to-back three wins, goal matches, three goal matches for the Sounders. Yeah, yeah, and back-to-back wins too. I think that's pretty pretty important. Mm-hmm. We first first time this season. Yeah, mentioning uh, leg one against Lyon, that was awesome, uh, Tuesday night, and then 3 nothing there. And then, kind of a same lineup, actually, but yeah. completely different performance, same number of goals, same result, we won against yeah. LA Galaxy uh, on the, a beautiful Saturday that turned into Gray and Nikki when we got home, which was perfectly fine. Sent, yeah, them, sent them home in the rain. Sunny the whole whole game until uh, basically right as it ended, you started feeling a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of stuff falling from the sky, which I was perfectly fine with. I'm oh, yeah. raised here, and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. Yeah, it was just um, rain during the game, <laughs> rain, rain and points down on the galaxy. Uh, let's. I want to mention one little note I saw when I was going through our uh, MLS Pick'em, our Pick'em mm-hmm. league that we do. Look down in the in the subscri- or the subscription. Actually, you should subscribe. In the uh, description notes and uh, sign up for our Pick'em League. It's pretty fun. $100 free to play. But I noticed going through not a single draw in MLS this weekend. And I don't think I've ever ever seen that. I'm sure it's probably happened, but. Uncommon. It seems like it's usually draws. I think I picked at least one. I don't know how many I got right last last week, but uh, I know I've definitely got some wrong because Austin lost and, and, uh, you know, some other teams lost, so. Yeah, there's a couple uh, surprising ones in there. Actually, it might might as well just kind of lead into. We don't need to talk about draws that much, but I just thought that was interesting. But let's kind of lead through the uh, the new leaders of uh, the Scuttlebutt Pick'em League since they're yeah. all listening, and then we'll get into that LA Galaxy game, and then uh, of course talk about a little little bit of Leon. Some breaking news happening down there. Um, anticlimactic news, but still kind of dramatic. So, uh, yeah, our Pick'em League here. Something Bruin with 24 points takes the lead. They're leading the pack here with Parsnips at 23 points, Judders with 21. So we got, wow, 21, 23, and 24 leading there. Then yours truly, Poop Dollar, 17 points. Jackson's Lovable Losers with 15. And then uh, your president there, Cameron, your team, Seattle Grangles, 15 points tying with Jackson. Love mm-hmm. losers mm-hmm. coming back, coming back. There you go. And we had our newcomer uh, from last week. He, he's no no longer last. He's got nine points. Or they nice. see, yeah, you can still play. It's a long season. Just because you haven't signed up yet, you can still sign up and have a chance. Yeah, a ton of weeks left. And uh, case in point here, uh, I want some tacos. I need a haircut, or as I'm about to change the name to, I need to remember to put my picks in. Eight points. Sitting there at the bottom. Missing two. One of the leaders in the first week. 
Yeah. Wake up, Buttercup. Free money. I'm giving it away. Anyway, so that's uh, that's our scuttlebutt pick em. So uh, let's get into LA Galaxy, huh? Yeah. What what a interesting, crazy match. Yeah. Considering what we've been watching, right? Our losses didn't look like that. And our wins certainly didn't look like that in the first. Well, we played. Was that our sixth or seventh match? Yeah, something like that. All I know right. is L- all LA, matches up to LA, that. LA Gal- the LA Galaxy are back. There is no doubt in my mind that they are a force to be reckoned with. They are no longer the Chivas USA of Los Angeles, even though they play in Carson, which isn't really in Los Angeles. Galaxy are back. Yeah, I was actually in the rewatch because I was at the game. So watching it as a whole, it, they looked pretty damn dangerous. But rewatching the game, I was able to see uh, Douglas Costa a little bit clearer. Mm-hmm. And he certainly, I never was a big fan of the Dos Santoses um for la in terms i mean they were good they're good right but they just especially geo was supposed to really unlock that offense right it seems like chicharito actually has more at least for finishing but he really needs a partner and it looks like they found it because uh yeah he looks pretty damn dangerous he he did score was a we scored for him but (laughs) yeah yeah, i you know i maybe it's good that he went off injured for us then because because that i mean there was what at least 15 minutes left in the game at that point and uh, it could have been it could have been bad if he were still on. Yeah, and speaking of fifteen minutes, that's kind of how I, I kind of broke up how, the match because there was so much crazy stuff that went on and and just up ups and ups and downs. So we had just them scoring quickly in the, right off the bat, right? So was that like when they scored the ninth or tenth minute, mm-hmm. sixth minute, something like that? I was getting a beer, and that didn't look very pretty. Uh, that whole sequence, that defense. No, it was. Uh... It was a little rough, uh, and I think I think that maybe we hadn't faced an opponent as good as LA Galaxy. Maybe maybe Nashville, but uh, you know it's it definitely Different style. Them. Yeah, and they're dangerous. They're way more goal dangerous. They're not relying on one player. They can actually move the ball around. Yeah, it looks like for all the praise we've been given, Obed, he finally had a game where this is probably his worst match. It, out of all of them, I mean, granted, we gave, we gave up two goals anyway, so that's the worst uh, goal we've given up. But he was the one marking. Uh, what was in Ravello? Hmm. That's interesting because that? live, I didn't think he had a bad game, but in your rewatch, it came across that he did. To me, yeah, at least just not as compared to the other matches. But this was what stood out the most. It happened right away, so maybe over the course of the match, it kind of evened out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that was his mark. And he looked to his left to see if he was still there. And he was. But then Savvy, the Ravello, runs right behind him, opens up through that hole in the in the between the two center backs. Actually, I believe it was between Ariaga and probably Alex, who was much further out wide, had nothing to do with it. But it was a great it was a great pass in. I gotta gotta give it to him. That went right down our gut. But Obed just completely lost his mark on that one and gave him a free run in. And then after that, it was just tapping to Cheech. Mm-hmm. He's always going to put that in. Although Fry got a finger on it. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I think Sounders fans wanted offsides, but the, it was a back pass. You know, it, it went, it went, it was not a forward pass. So there is no offsides there. And uh, good goal. I mean, it was impressive. Yeah, not a way to start. That's for sure. Revelison. 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 That's it. Okay. But 
uh, we answered back. Kind of a flunky one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I give just, it to Jordan. Yeah, but here's the and Jordan's obviously on fire. He scored again. But here's the thing is the for whatever reason, the US men's national team Twitter crowd hates Jordan Morris. And they went on a rampage after that, using it as another opportunity to say, like, oh, look how horrible he is. That wasn't him doing well. He screwed that entire thing up, and it was only the the goalie messing up that allowed that goal to go in. Who falls over there? So, uh, you know, I, I think um, there's a lot of Jordan hate out there, and I'd love to see him just keep scoring goals, no matter if they're like that or like the one he scored the game before. I honestly, I don't really – It's I've taken a break from U.S. Twitter just because we've been – pretty yeah, terrible and that just comments like that and, and uh opinions like that kind of keep me away from it because i love jordan and i want him to do well especially after two acls so yeah i agree with you keep banging him in man mm-hmm. so that was that was great it wasn't pretty wasn't pretty but it did uh did even us out and then this was we talked about freddie looking good last match and granted, he didn't look as maybe dangerous in this match, but this particular play, how he earns this penalty, man, I mean. That was great. I mean, I, I was kind of like, what are you doing? He just kind of exactly. like picks it up to himself and then starts. I mean, there was no chance he was going to be able to cross that ball. No. In fact, the ball got away from him, but the defender just steps on his foot and gives us the easy penalty. Well, it looked like he actually, I mean, he baited that, right? He, it yeah. looked like he didn't quite get away from it. He just tapped it away from him, expecting to get tackled. Right, but there's no was a way. legit tackle. If he didn't get tackled there, though, there was no way he was going to recover that ball in time to, to pass I know. it. So. Yeah, he built up for that was the move. That was the move to get the penalty, and, and it yeah. worked, and it was legit. I mean, that was a dumb tackle to put on. You, you fell for the bait, and but, yeah, I mean, my hammies were hurting after that. Um and then what followed afterwards, uh, they did celebrate together. He was part of the, the big group hug. But uh, Rusnak wanted that. And I kind of kind of agree with him just to get the monkey off his back. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he is on penalties. So I don't have the full information on that. I that, think that's Freddy's true. That's been, fair. Freddie's been scoring those penalties. Uh, you know, last last game, it was a perfectly placed ball on the right side, right, right, top right corner. And uh, this time he went top left. So, uh, you know, I think you got to keep going Freddie as long as uh, Raul is not out there or Nico's not out there. Nico doesn't yeah. take a ton, but I actually could see Freddie taking him over Nico as soon as he gets back, though. Especially now that he, I mean, he's taking the last two, right? Yeah. So until you miss, put your best one up there. What have yeah. you done for me lately? So so you're not really, you know, you think that was just, Maybe Rusnak wanting it because of the monkey on his back, but Freddie so. just saying, "Hey, man, come on!" Obviously, yeah, Freddie earned it too. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's who you're gonna go with. Do you know? I mean, most teams do have a, you know, obviously they practice penalties and have a list of who's the takers. Do you think with our kind of roster jumbling right now with injuries, do you, do you think we have one, or is it just really it's default to Freddie or? I think it seems to be Freddie because yeah. he he's been the one who's taken them, you know, the last two games. So, I you know, it, it was always obviously Rui Diaz before. I, I would like to see Joe Paolo take some. He might be good too, but I think Freddie's going to keep doing it as long as he's starting it forward. Yeah, I guess it's much to do about nothing. Felt good. Felt good in the stadium. Never good to go. A little bit. For a little bit. Beer. Yeah, I mean – to be up at least, right? Yeah, but it definitely was. There's some queasiness a little bit, right? Well, I mean, because halftime happens and then suddenly we're tied again. 
Yeah, and so I missed both goals. <laughs> my galaxy. <laughs> I mean, there's a line for the bathroom, and then it's like, it's like the time my dad was in in the bathroom at the Kingdom and Pele scored. Yeah, see, I would be mad about that though. I'm <laughs> mad, about, mad about missing these. I was distracted by my value hot dogs, man. You got to get two of them before I get to my seat. But normally, I don't have to go to the bathroom, so it was a little longer than normal. But yeah, both times I'm about five minutes late to my seat, and this was two minutes into the second half. Um, the free kick, hmm. which actually, the, I think the foul was probably two seconds into the second half. That was a long, long wait for. It. I was, I mean, I was watching it on the TV, right? But um. Yeah, anyway, that was just not a quality free kick, or was it? I mean, it, I mean, it looked like it was more us that put that in. Oh, no, that was a brilliant free kick right over really? the top of everyone in the top left corner, wrapped around. Yeah, uh, that we, showed... we headed that in. It went off oh, the Amar's that... head. Did it? Okay, well, from my angle, it looked like it was a perfect free kick, so I haven't watched it again. Yeah, so. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's, I mean, but that's the point. Step that's dope you... to his left. That's why you place it in the box, though, right? Is so yeah. that it bounces off other people. That's why we are constantly crossing it in the middle. Although I think we would probably be better served if we started crossing it to the second runner like we did last year instead of the first. We'd have a lot more goals right now. But, yeah, I think so. Well, either way, I mean, it's kind of deflating uh, for sure. That's where this up and down kind of mentality came. To. What was your outlook at that point, considering after even after that, Oh, negative. Anytime we're giving up a goal, I figure yeah, I figure it's over as soon as anytime we're going to give up a goal. Like, L.A. was outperforming <laughs> us on the field. Like, we, we had some good play, and, and especially defensively, Alex, it was maybe the best game I've ever seen him play in terms of... And he got an assist. Yeah, and, and just... But in, also in terms of just taking the ball away. We, we mm-hmm. took some crazy chances on defense that all pretty much paid off. And I think he he had to deal with Cabral there. I don't know if he's brand new this year, but I know he's new to me. Um, well, and he's we, supposed we, to be there. We didn't talk about Cabral though, which was when he went and took the dive immediately after our penalty in the other box, and then got a yellow card for simulation at the end of the first half. Yeah, that's true. That did happen. Uh, that was pretty great. They also called us for simulation later, but didn't give us a card because it wasn't in the box and so obvious. But. Uh, there was a time where we had a player go down and they called the foul on, or they called it on us. But I yeah. like seeing that called, by the way, just yeah. in general. Thank you. Yeah, it was That's what I, pisses I everyone off about this more sport. often. Yeah, and and like I'm glad I have it outside the box and inside the box, like you're saying. Uh, didn't have to be a yellow card for outside, but that that stuff happens all over the the field, and then that's the main reason why people hate soccer is yeah. the embellishment of just about everything but anyway so i'm glad i'm happy to see that uh being called there was a point though where one of their players went down and rolled so many times within like a a one foot area that i i could they can't do this anymore right because people got in trouble last time in the mls but i could easily see it be made into like a uh, a meme because he went down and it, he acted like he got hit in the head and he didn't. He just kept rolling really over and over and over again. I was just like, oh my goodness. So, uh, where were we? Yeah, we were just free we were kick goal. Free kick goal. I mean, uh, suddenly it's tied again. Yeah, after that, and then we still weren't looking alive until we started supping some some players in. I think Callan Rowe came in, and then we didn't mention this. Gamar took. I don't. Did you see his fall? 
he got hurt earlier and played for a while. So when yeah, he, he was, got hurt on the foul that so he yeah. didn't foul the um the player, but that led to the free kick. Yep. And yep. absolutely. And then, I get queasy, uh, and I mean nothing actually structurally visibly happened to it, but anytime an awkward fall happens, I'm I'm wary to watch. Right, mm. especially um, being a Laker fan and seeing Anthony Davis fall down all the time, but yeah, that's where it, that's where it happened because he but he kept playing a few minutes afterwards. So in the stadium, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Just like the Rui Diaz one, right? Who didn't just didn't come out for the second half or didn't? Yeah, I mean, that, I don't think the Rui Diaz one was as obvious. Like he was obviously hurt and limping after that point. The rest, the rest of the half until, or not even he didn't. I mean, they just took him out. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I didn't notice the Yamar fall before and, and before I rewatched it, right? So um pretty worried actually, not having him. Although Reagan came in. Again, yeah, Reagan Reagan he's pretty solid. Yeah, for, he's for a lowercase games. truth, even though right. he's pretty tall. Yeah. Pretty so, tall. Six, I, I mean, and I don't think we've heard any news on what's going on with Yamar, which is not a good thing. Yeah. Silence is deafening. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um we have God, it'd be like again. Reagan's playing well, but to lose him is that's the last defender I want to lose. Of maybe Tolo. No, Yamar to me is way more important just because of Nuhu's position. Yeah, uh, I think you need someone big and solid because because we saw Nuhu still making mistakes. It's Nuhu, you're always going to get flashy plays, but then he also makes mistakes. Like he's not changed; he's still going to do that. Yeah, it's like his style is almost. A- more distracting for the offensive player <laughs> that causes them to make mistakes sometimes, but no, he's, he's the truth. Uh, but yeah, so the subs came on Roe and, and Reagan around the 60th minute. And that's, uh, that's when I've, I haven't, don't recall us scoring on a set piece quite like this before. Uh, this is definitely training ground set piece. So it's not off the actual dead ball, right? The free kick uh, played it out wide to Alex who played it back to, or played it up to Christian who played it, Back to, back to Alex, yep. who drops a dime on Javi's head. Granted, we've, we've seen defending. that we've seen that uh, happen multiple times this year, but that's the first time it actually connected. Yeah, and it looked sweet, and the rolled-on rhythm on the right side is happening again. Uh, they both get an assist on that one, but man, Alex is just both Rode and brothers. Are, I mean, Christian at least had like we knew a, a little bit what we were getting. I mean, he was really great in college, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know much about Alex at all, other than he's the younger brother. Um, I mean, Seattle U is always under the radar compared to yeah. UW, so I mean, yeah. it makes sense. But, man, he is just – and the fact that he signed with us, right? So we kind of had to let him go. We didn't pick it. I don't think it's an option thing. We just kind of didn't re-sign him, right? And he signed back with us as a free agent. Yeah, I mean, he he could have gone elsewhere, but I think that's why he he was willing to become a right back, which is not a position that he played. So he he was willing to step up and change the position for the team, and it's it's paid off. Yeah, and to go from Leerdom, who didn't I don't think he played last night, right? Or, or last night? No, but, but after the game, you could see him out there like hugging people and shaking hands and and talking to all the Sounders players. Yeah, so I know you preach the gospel of Garth, but mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant move to keep him. Yeah. And quote unquote, the, keep Alex around because they, and they wanted Leard. I mean, the problem came down to, and I, I, I obviously love him because uh, after the Dallas uh, playoff game that year that we uh, won the MLS cup at home, uh, I got, I was on the field for the final 20 minutes plus the, the, uh, the overtime uh, and uh, ended up 
uh, he, I got chosen to get a Jersey off a player's back and he came over and gave me a huge hug and, and gave me the Jersey off his back and signed it. So, uh, upstairs, uh, but was he the one you chose? <laughs> no, the, he, I was chosen and he chose me. I mean, I got the, I mean, I'm happy. I got leered him. The, the other option was, I don't even remember his name. He was the guy that we brought in from Salt Lake who played like a few games for us. Uh, Forward. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been too long ago. It's not even worth discussing. That's how that's how little of a uh, impact that he made. Yeah. But yeah, I got I got leered him, uh, awesome. and uh, instead of Luis Silva, and uh, I was super happy about it. Ah, yeah, Silva. No, no offense to Silva, but Leardom's Sounders legend. I mean, yeah, I loved him. Still do. Yeah. And and that's the thing is his play was dropping off a little bit, not not a lot. He still could have started it right back for us, but the amount of money he wanted was going to be too much for our roster. And so, uh, you know, we let him go to kind of like the Mears situation. Yeah, yeah. So still pretty good, and and he ended up winning again, didn't he, <laughs> with Atlanta? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for him. Well, okay. So that's pretty much that's the match. A beautiful goal to end it. The best goal of the match, probably the most complete one. And a, even though it wasn't didn't come from the run of play per se, uh, it was beautiful. And we just had to ride the lightning from there on out. <laughs> I mean, I think other than the win, you missed the most important point, though. What? Will Bruin is back, baby. Oh yeah, Will Willie played free Willie. and and he looked great. And he was out there making challenges. And you know, I, I it was. Will Bruin's someone who always flies under the radar, and it's funny. And before I met him, I'd always be like, "Yeah, he's good," but you know, he's clearly not good enough to start for the Sounders. And after meeting him, I'm like, "Oh no, this guy! If if he were called on to start for us, he would ball out there. He would start for any team in the MLS, pretty much, except for maybe like the LA Galaxy or or uh, some of these teams with the Chicharito types and, and Douglas Costa. Like, uh, yeah, I." Um, we are so lucky to have players like Will Bruin and Freddie Montero coming off the bench. Jeez. Right. And especially when we need them to start. And do you think we see a little bit? I think we definitely see him again uh, against Leon coming up. I don't know if we should transition to that right now. We might as well. But yeah, we talk Leon. I, I think we're going to start the same lineup again. Minus, the same lineup uh, is my, yeah, minus I Yeah. I think, I mean, obviously we'll put Reagan instead of Yamar. Uh, I, you could see us move to five at the back, which I wouldn't mind uh, to make up for that injury and give a little more coverage for for uh, Reagan. But the problem becomes you still you don't have if you bring New Hu in, you don't have anyone to pay that position. I mean, you're gonna have to throw Kellen Rowe back there. Yeah, what's going know, on with Madronda? Do you know? Still hurt. So we'll we will see. Well, just the, the quiet uh, injury room. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those one of those injuries like like. Josh Atencio is like, think about what we were doing this year in the center defensive mid with Jao Paulo and Obed. And we haven't had Atencio who showed that he could be an MLS starter last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, we have, we have a, a, a wealth of uh, riches except for losing Brad Smith and Madronda being hurt means we have no one to back up new who uh, except for Roe, but, but still like, that's not, it's not the same thing. It's not like for like, yeah, and that's definitely not his preferred <laughs> position. And I was watching Brad Smith play uh, for DC this weekend against Chicago, and I, I definitely missed him. Yeah, well, I'm 
his he was injured more than he wasn't, but it's nice to have him. His hamstring was one of the <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think his hamstring and his and his the cost. I mean, simply his the the hit to the the um, roster makes it too difficult. Hmm. Well, ho- hopefully Madron comes back soon because yeah, it'd be nice to be a little bit more dynamic in our choices back there, especially if we get some injuries like that. Though, so if Reagan comes in in a, in a five man back line, um. He would be the center, wouldn't he not? Uh, I mean, I think you put Ariaga, Ariaga in there at this point. I mean, yeah. he's, I he's guess he was playing there before, and Yamar was on the right side. So right, so because that's pretty important. Uh, but we just don't have one. we just don't have the men to do it right now. I think we're going to have to play for the back like we are, and just Reagan's got to step up, and then you're going to have to have João Paulo maybe be a little more, and Obed be a little more defensive. They're going to have to stay back a little more instead of you know we're not we may not get another MVP style run from. Uh, JP, this uh, right now we could later in the year, but just just for the moment, yeah, we could start now. But so we don't have to go through the what predicted lineup we think is going to play. I think you're right; it's probably going to be pretty similar. Um, we're up three nil going down there. Some interesting news that has come out, and why don't you kind of read into that a little bit that you've noticed right before we turn the mics on? Which I'm glad you looked. Normally it's yeah. pretty hostile going down there, and it still might be, but there might they might be a little distracted. Tell us why. Yeah, so following our loss, uh, I mean our win, their loss to us, I should say, uh, the they would Leon went home and played Tigres and lost three nothing, and their manager handed in his resignation. Uh, and you know it's you know hey <laughs> they they had won uh, something like. I think it was like five of six going into the match against us. So they had really turned their season around and, and gotten up into fourth place. I, I think at one point they're at, they're in third place before the yeah. match, but with, uh, cookies crumbled because it was yeah, fourth so, before we played them. Right. So they, they were really uh, playing well. And then uh, they lost three, nothing to us and they lost three, nothing to T grace. And then their manager's like, and he turned in his, his resignation and the board said, Nope. So, so of course the question is, uh, did he expect them to say no? Uh, was it kind of about like saying like, I understand this is bad and I need to do better. Uh, was he putting his money where his mouth is? And they, and it was a vote of confidence in him, which means now the team has a vote of confidence in him. So in, in some ways, or, or your coach just said, peace out. <laughs> I mean, he's still going to be there, right? He could leave. He could, I know, he could but say, he wanted to leave. It's like, hey, I want to break up. Did no, he? That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. No, I think it's all a ploy. I think it was all a thing to make the, the board say that he has faith in the, the coach and the way he's playing. And it gives the players a little boost because, uh, I mean, I said this to you and, and obviously – uh, I, I've been wrong and I enjoy being wrong uh, because uh, I, you're wrong I, about your prediction for this match too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I, I got the number of goals. Uh, no, I didn't. That was the, the Leon match. I got the number of goals, mm-hmm. right? It was just the wrong way. Uh, uh, totally wrong. Way. But I, I worry that if they come down and score a couple goals right away, that we could end up losing in penalties. Um, my hope is that we get a goal and then that essentially ends it. Cause they're not going to score five. Yeah. So I think we've got to be, we've got to push. We've got to be goal dangerous. We cannot play uh, just sitting back and, and trying to defend. Uh, we and, and it's going to leave Reagan and Obed up to maybe giving up goals. But as long as we can react like we have been, uh, you know, LA Galaxy looked way better than Leon. So if we can beat LA, we can beat 
lay on down there. We just need one goal and it's over. Yeah, I think we can all agree that that's what we're looking for. I mean, we're just rooting. For, we don't really care about a score line other than us scoring, because then we can pretty much kick back. Right, but I'm, I'm hoping the, I'm hoping their telenovela going on down there is a is a helpful distraction for us because I've never heard of that. <laughs> um, a, a coach resigning and then a board or a general manager or what have you saying no, you're staying and mm-hmm. like what dynamic that post that happens I, I i have no idea it's, it's just incredible I, th- I think it's some master level like bill belichick stuff right there <laughs> That'd be interesting. You know i wonder what, what i wonder what nico uh moreno's uh, opinion on it is Since, i mean we just found out so i don't know if people i know but maybe we can ask him on twitter or something because mm-hmm. you know he looks at that stuff but wow interesting yeah no. i mean and and you know we still have second legs coming up uh communicaciones in new york city with New York City up three to one in that game, Pumas in New England with New England up three nothing. Yeah, they creamed them up three nothing, and Cruz Azul is only up one nothing on Montreal. So uh, we could see Montreal come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, they, I mean, they were down one nothing against Santos Laguna, right? But then wasn't their second leg at home in that in that match? Possibly, probably. Oh yeah, this actually this match is at home. So they lost one nothing at Cruz Azul, and they're now they're coming back to Montreal. So we could by uh, let's see, the games are Wednesday and uh, Thursday. Uh, actually, there's there's a game there's a game tomorrow too. So with uh, uh, Comunicaciones in New York City is tomorrow. So by by Thursday, when the Sounders game is over, uh, we could know. Whether or not we have four MLS teams in the semifinals, meaning guaranteed an MLS team will go to the Club World Cup for the first time ever. Uh, let it be us. Let it be us. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's why we're rooting for Cruz Azul and we're rooting for Pumas and we're rooting for Comunicaciones. So yeah. we are the only ones that have that option. Yeah, so it's FS2 tomorrow. That's the one that you all want to watch if you're only going to watch one other CONCACAF semifinal. Yeah, although it's going to be tough uh, for them to come back, I think. Uh, they, they don't, you know, they, they only scored one at home against Colorado, but they don't give up goals at home. So that away goal for them could be huge if they could manage to get a couple goals there Yeah, because they do not give up goals at home. I think leading, I don't know what they've done since then, but leading up to that Colorado match last round, the first the first leg of the game mm-hmm. uh, of the series, they had given up two goals in the last two years at home. That's Yeah, you told me that. That's ridiculous yeah. stat. Yeah. So, so <laughs> if, they, if they can get an early goal and then start pushing New York City, they're not going to give up a goal. So all they need is one more, and then they'll go through on, on away goals 3-3. Yeah. So, so that that'd be a big one. So, seeing New York lose, seeing, uh, oh, I'd love to see Pumas come back against New England. I just anything to just shove it all in Bruce Arena's face. That punk. <laughs> you better edit that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I also just don't, just for the sake of the tournament this year. Uh, they got a freebie. They come in for 
icky reasons with the but they didn't have to team, play. So. But let's be real, they were going to beat the team from Haiti. I know, but you know, for the sake of the tournament, they just got a freebie, and it, and it was it affect it affects their your MLS schedule too. The condensed schedule right. they didn't have one, right? Yeah, so, so they didn't need to play. Uh, I mean, they didn't come in like the rest of all of the teams in the Champions League did and lose in the in the first in their first game like all of us did which same thing happened last year so yeah it's the curse of CONCACAF yeah so Bruce Arena yes and, at all. Yeah. so who would you rather play though would you rather play Cruz Azul or Pumas or or Comunicaciones or would you ever play a team that we know well that we could match up against because we played them a million times like New York City or Montreal or or New England I know I kind of like being the Mexican side, or or just to, I mean, we would have to get through Comunicaciones, Pumas, and uh, who are the other ones? Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. Liga MX. So I'd rather I'd rather see MLS versus MX, to be honest. But from from just a fan standpoint, but as a Seattle fan, uh, probably easier. Yeah, to both travel. Well, it'd be a final. Um, but to play against a more familiar opponent. So yes. Um, Is there a way we could host the final? That's I interesting. No I wonder idea. what, what the standings are per se. Uh, Cause we would, we're going to play the winner of New York city versus communicaciones and they, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I do not speak Spanish. Uh, they are going. So I'm guessing that they would then be the home team. Uh, you know, it's a home and away for the final, but but the question is, do you want to play the first leg at home or the second leg at home? And I think it's the second, but it, I don't know. Is it a home and away? Yeah, the final's home and away as well. Right. So, right. yeah, so uh, that's why we that, remember when uh, the biggest time was when Garth took RSL to the final, and they had a very good shot of winning it and then couldn't pull it off. Um, gosh, that would have been awesome if he did. That was one time I don't like RSL, but that's one time I actually was rooting for the MLS. So I think it depends on the team. If if it's not if it's not New England, I probably will root for an MLS team in the final if it's if if it's not us. You know what I mean? Like if we yeah. didn't make it through the our, our side. But the hope is we get some healthy players back and then we can start being ready for the semifinals against uh, New York or and then we can probably right now looks like play New England and or uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Cruz Azul or Montreal. So one of those teams. But yeah, it should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, I this we've made it to the semifinals once before. Is that once correct? Before, I believe. Yeah. So uh, to make it to the final would just be fantastic. And, you know, then then that means come Club World Cup time. We're going to be playing against, you know, the champion of Europe, whoever, whoever is going to go in Champions League, which uh, assuming they don't fall apart because they're now owned by the the, the United Kingdom government, uh, <laughs> we could be Chelsea again. But yeah, I mean, uh, we, we talked about before what happened. Now they've been taken away. So the yeah, government now controls Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Uh, has changed since the last time we talked about that whole situation. Yeah, it, it's it's insane because exactly what I was afraid of has happened. They can't sign any new contracts. They can't uh, re-sign any players. You can't and sell more, we, any more tickets. 
like, yeah, they can only have the season ticket holders. They can't mm-hmm. sell single tickets. They can't, they're not even supposed to be able to sell stuff from their team store. Now Ooh, I, I can go on their team store and buy stuff online. So I'm guessing if they have current product, they can sell that. But, but all that money has to go to the club and not, you know, so hopefully, I mean, it, it, it's awful because, you know, he's going to lose 500 plus thousand dollars, but hopefully Abramovich goes, okay, I'm just going to sell the team. The British government's going to take the money, obviously, but he'll, but the thing I'm worried about though, is that the UK government has to approve the sale. So what if they just, what if the people like Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. (laughs) So what if they just hate Chelsea and they go, okay, we're not going to approve this sale. And like you have, it, couldn't you see like if this was happening in the United States, Mitch McConnell being like, oh yeah, we're tired of losing to, you know, the Seahawks. We're not going to allow the sale to happen. Like just blocking it. Like you could, to- I could totally Weird. see MPs doing that. So I don't know. I don't think they will. That's big conspiracy theory. Right. But, but yeah, I, I it would be, it's pretty wild. Considering but, it's know, never happened before. Yeah. Anything could happen. Right. And, and, uh, you know, you obviously, you can't count out Real Madrid. They just destroyed PSG, which is my other team. Uh, when I lived in Paris, I supported them and went to a lot of matches. So, uh, uh, it was, I was pretty bummed about that, uh, this, this past week. So yeah, just freaking magical. Yeah. So maybe we'll have some of that magic like that in our champions league. Oh, and I would it, love, man, see Fred. If you know, let's win three nothing. Forget forget about just scoring one goal. Let's go up six nothing on these guys. Let's show the MLS what we're worth. Go all in and let's get this championship. I want know? Freddie to hit a banger. I want. I'm, we haven't seen one of those in a very long time. And we, and Snack needs that goal. Yep, that's true. Give him that goal. It's time. It's time, Albert. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. <laughs> Let Russ cook. Which it didn't sound like you watched the replay at all, uh, like on TVs, right? Because you were no. You, no I've been, I I've been better about. I know Russ I, they Mack. talked, right? Freddie and Russ, Russ talked. Well, no, no. Here, what I'm just saying is that you oh. give me grief about saying Rusnak, and Stu Holden could not stop saying Rusnak, and it was pissing me oh, off. Yeah. So now um, the fact that it was pissing me off means I've got it. It's Rusnak, right? It's Rusnak. Yeah, FS2 the whole time. In fact, uh, in the in the Away at Leon, uh, or uh, at last round, not at Leon, obviously. Um, but last round away, uh, they pronounce his name like five different ways. <laughs> so it's you know I you know most people don't know it. People still mispronounce Roldan. So I heard the GM of the team call him Roldan the other day. That's yeah. <laughs> well, that one, I've, I've heard that be jumbled around. At all, yeah, nonstop all, yeah. all the time. So yeah, I would love I love to see this. This is a big game on Thursday and you know, I think it's a chance for the Sounders to show that they are bigger than the MLS. You know, we have a mm-hmm. bunch of trophies. We I know we didn't win uh against uh Columbus. We should have, but you know, we uh, Joven Jones decided not to show up. But no offense, Joven. <clears throat> you were hurt, I know. But uh and Nico got hurt early in that game too. Mm-hmm. We really just, it would put our team on the map on a level that is unheard of. We are already one of the most recognizable teams from America in uh, the United States, I should say in the world, along with LA galaxy. And I'm sure Miami now, now Miami. Yeah. Um, but it would absolutely put the Sounders on a whole nother level. If they were appearing in this, in this uh, 
Club World Cup. Yeah, if we went there and continue to go there, that's where we live. And I think just one time immediately that's news. Immediately we become a name because people are like, wow, like the MLS is making that next step. I think that not only benefits us when having players want to come here, it benefits the MLS as a whole, which is why if it's another MLS team that goes, Mm -hmm. I want it to be us. Obviously it's not the end of the world because that shows that the MLS is getting a blood Liga Emekis, which means Maybe players are going to come to us instead of there. That's true. That's true. Even though they pay more. Yeah. All right. Shall we pull this into port? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So we got, uh, like we were just talking about, we have Leon Lake 2 here in a couple of days on Thursday, and that'll be our next match. Then follow that by Austin. A couple of days. Mm-hmm. That's this weekend too, right? Yep. Yep. Going That's going to be a big one. Probably, staying in te- probably flying into Texas from Mexico and staying there. Yep. Can't imagine we're coming home, but Austin's going to be hot. They they won their first two games and then uh, big, and then lost uh, on a last second goal. Really, I didn't even look that up. I'm going to go watch that right after yeah. we wrap this up. So, big game on Thursday. Let's beat Leon. That's what our targets on. It was a 60 second minute goal. Excuse me, not a last second goal. That was the previous game for Portland, but still, yeah. Copy that. Now I'm not going to go watch it. <laughs> you can watch the highlights they're seven minutes long it's worth checking out since we're going to play them fair enough so where can people find you well they can find me on twitter cameron thank you for asking a-a-r-o-n-l-i-n-g-l-e-y and you i am legal minded punk and you can find me on twitter and instagram uh you know shoot us messages tell us your thoughts what you want us to talk about and uh we're excited to to talk some more soccer right on. until next time james take it away bye everybody You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Brit Voxus. That's Brit Vox US. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time. <laughs>